Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master. And that means that I just help narrate a bit of the story with some help from uh, my players who... Well, they play the, all the players that I don't play. That's like the opposite of how I usually say it. Uh, <laughs> they, they play the featured characters on this podcast, and let's meet them now. All right. Hello there. I'm Sebastian Kinder, and I'm playing Eric Miller, a musician magician with a troubled past. Uh, his parents, his family, his siblings, they all forgot who he is. And so he is at Neue Drachenberg Castle to hopefully learn something to uh, kind of get rid of this little problem. And in the moment, he's ready to cause some trouble. But not for his friends, but for a certain NPC. <laughs> I have your number. Oh yeah? Just, just punch it then. Just give it a call. <laughs> oh, I'll do. I'll do. Hi guys, my name is Nadine Kuhn and I play the little wild arcane sciences mage Sassley Mary Nature Spring. Sassley is a little pixie elf and she accidentally created herself wings. She loves them, but unfortunately they don't work. <laughs> I'm I'm the cat and I no, I'm not the cat. I'm, not. I'm uh hi, I'm Lucas Fischer and I play Jasper Casper. He is a human from the non-magical world. He is a professor of tomorrow. And all that Jasper wants is find place to belong. And I think we can help him. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yes, we're all here. Magician Master, players, and uh, Nadine and I's cat. All here <laughs> as members of this podcast. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys today, and that's a big surprise. That's an easy one, though, I think. And my question is, what are your characters' favorite foods? What's your favorite food? Ooh. Well, since we know that Jasper, I think, now, now, what episode is this? Episode 9, I think, 9 or even 10. Guys, now we, we know what Jasper is like. He's, he's a family, a family man. Yeah, because he, he doesn't have, you know, much friends or so, no. What? He's a family man? Yeah. <laughs> when did you, when did you reveal that in all those well, episodes? Well, let's just say, let's just say he's not a friend man. <laughs> You know, he's not connected to family. <laughs> I mean, he's not like the guy with with a Christmas tree on his shoulder and like, hey, there we go for Christmas. No, but he's, you know, sitting there with his family instead of going out with friends. And, you know, one of his all-time favorites is visiting his grandma. And you know what grandmas do? They are great in baking things. And so his favorite food is actually the very personal own made waffles by grandma. Yeah, with, oh, with, yeah. Grandma's yeah, with waffles. Some, I don't know if you do that in America. Can sound a little dirty, but not in this case. No, you know, I don't know if you have that in America, but um, here in Germany, we, we there are waffles and then there are waffles. You know, you can just make waffles and put a bit of sugar on it, or you can have like vanilla ice cream on it and hot cherries and all that it's stuff. True. It's true. For, for all the Americans at home who maybe, you know, I've been living in Germany for a while now, but when I came over, I was... I was pretty surprised at the waffle game. The waffle game in Germany is very strong. Uh, you know, but it's true. You got to go to the right cafe, the right ice cafe, you know, to find the perfect waffle for you. And I honestly, or Jasper honestly, thinks that waffles are only disguised keys to everyone's heart. Aww. It's beautiful. Aww. Yeah. That's really, that's really deep, Lucas. Do you ever want to like 
make us some waffles? Sounds like someone's going to be making us some waffles. So we can give it a try next time we meet. <laughs> so Sasley's favorite food is, I mean, you probably noticed that, that she's eating a lot of nuts and that she always finds them everywhere in her clothes because she always has some. <laughs> um, but her favorite food is actually peanut butter. Um, for every holiday, uh, Rosemary Nature's Bring Her Mom would like make something special and it would always have something with peanut butter in it or on top of it. And she would love it. Sometimes in the night she would sneak out <laughs> and eat the rest out of the glass and then put it back and just say the next morning, oh, it's all empty. Who did that? I love peanut butter. Oh no, how could that happen? <laughs> But I'm sorry, Nadine, I have a crucial question. For me or for Sasley? For Sasley. Okay. Would she would she scoop it with her finger or with a with a spoon? Oh, I don't care. It just has to be fast in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> well, it sounds like a finger user to me. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is because she's so small, she can easily fit the hand inside of the jar. The whole hand. The whole hand. And then the morning, she's like, oh, who did that? Oh, yeah. And her hand is still dirty. <laughs> I mean, Rosemary knows. She knows. And her father's like, her father's like, oh, no, Cecily, all those germs. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you know the famous quote from Pixie Elves, just have a little handful of peanut butter for, for the night. <laughs> right. Faith, peanut trust, butter. and a little bit go. of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Means Eric is the last one okay his his favorite food. i bet it's jelly i bet it's jelly <laughs> i i'm i don't like to be the bearer of bad news but it's not jelly oh, who could see that surprisingly guy? he he likes to eat something that many children at least as far as i know have a problem with he absolutely loves mushrooms i like mushrooms <sighs> Oh, I thought you would say broccoli. I also thought you were going to say broccoli. <laughs> it's like that was something gonna be like, that people don't like broccoli. I was going to be like, that's pretty <laughs> weird that your favorite like your favorite food is broccoli. <laughs> no, 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 no. But mushrooms is also a strange one to be like, you're, I like I like mushrooms, but they're not like my yeah. favorite food. I, I can't even be more precise. Chanterelles. Okay. Because um, his, his mother has a little bit of a knack for more fine cuisine so to say mm -hmm. and from time to time experiments and she once made a wonderful chanterelle cream soup and that one absolutely was was a blast he loved it and because of that like hey there are mushrooms inside like okay which one chanterelles okay perfect i love them <laughs> it's like an it's like oh, a food association okay, okay. which i totally get you're like i love that dish and i love this thing that's in the dish yeah But I, again, I have a crucial question for Eric. Yeah, sure. To eat the soup, would he use his hand <laughs> or a spoon? <laughs> you know, the moment that you tried to eat a hot soup with your bare hand. Oh, okay. So you just stuck your whole face in then. <laughs> <laughs> that that would make him unforgettable, yeah, though. I... That would really have some impact. Unforgettable at the bit. hospital. <laughs> Unforgettable at the hospital and most likely unforgettable about uh, trying to play the violin with a burnt hand. Yeah, you should you should use the other hand. <laughs> Maybe you should wear gloves. Mm. Gloves while eating soup. Uh, I mean, you know the famous quote of human wizards? You know, just have a handful of mushroom soup for the night. Just, mm -hmm. just a handful of mushroom soup. <laughs> 
them medicine go down. <laughs> so I think we now we now did everything we could with that question. Great. Thank you guys so much for sharing that as always. It's a delight to learn what your characters delight in. But we need to get into this, guys, because when we left you, uh, Sassley had just bit the dust uh, in your first dueling no, class no, 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 no. and was defeated by mm, none other than Brock Carter. Brock uh, Carter. I think he was cheating. There's something <laughs> fishy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you got knocked out. Uh, you are whammied. She's, she, she's really damaged. She doesn't have any access to her magic at the moment. She's very weak. But... The brave and valiant Eric Miller has stepped up to defend her honor and try to take on Brock, who's a very, at this, who at this moment has access to all of his spells. He is a field mage class, by the way, uh, and they are the class that is like the handiest with battle magic uh, and like basic defense magic. So he's, uh, yeah, qu- quite a powerful player right now with all of this magic he has access to. And, uh, Oh, I hope you guys get him. <laughs> uh, but I don't want to delay anymore. So let's get on into it. Without much further ado, let's start this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Last time on JK We Are Rolling. The Shieldless had just entered their common room with me. Hey, it's Mildred. And we're expecting some answers about Charles LeMay, who it turns out didn't exist. I told them that I was pretty confident who Charles was, a former powerful student of mine who had complete access to all the abilities of a potion master and a creature master. I told them I suspected him since we found the touchstone, but when I tried to use a banishing ritual to get him off Noidrock and Bear Grounds, he disrupted it somehow. That was when they revealed that they'd run a little mission to distract me, had snuck into my room, disrupted my ritual, and taken my snake. Well, that made me pretty upset, which I told them and left for the evening. The next morning, however, I came back and offered them the chance to start building our trust back up again. I also told them the name of that former student, Yazadva, and that he's actually a half-giant and a prince to the giant clans. We didn't have much time to catch up, however, as the students had to run off to their next class, dueling class. Once in class, Sassley quickly volunteered her group to be the first to duel, a kind of disco-themed tag-team dueling thingy. They faced off against the only other volunteers, Brock Carter and his friends from Wolfshield. The first group to lose six constitution would lose the duel. Early in the battle, all of the participants were given access to all of their magical abilities from their disciplines. Sassley put up a great fight, but as a pixie elf with less constitution than a human, she was outmatched, as Brock, seeming to have extensive knowledge of his new spells, sent multiple fireballs at her. Whammied, Jasper carried her out of the battle, and Eric stood with determination to face off against Brock. Now the duel continues. Come on, Shieldless, knock the socks off those wolf shield whelps. So, you are in the dueling room. Everybody, all all the members of the class are are back pretty far away from the dueling, watching from a distance because they don't want to get... 
hit by anything except for your teammates who are, you know, right close by. Sassily uh, has been dragged off of the dueling ring by Jasper, who helped her out when she was singed by a vicious fireball flung by Brock Carter. And Eric, you have now stepped into the ring to try to defend her honor and to try to take down Brock Carter, who seems in his element while doing this dueling. Smoke has filled the room and you're breathing it in and you feel more powerful magically than you ever have before. This is something that the teachers can access while you're dueling on the platforms. They can heighten your abilities or lower them and and they use these pedestals that they stuck their wands into to do that. Moreover, this is not any normal duel. This is a disco duel because uh, it's a fun Friday. <laughs> Although I don't think you guys are having too much fun yet, but I hope that there's time for that to change. We shall see. <laughs> so the first thing that happens is that since another constitution was lost, I will roll a d6 and a random effect will happen on the field. So right now there's blue lights dancing through this haze, the haze that's all over the stage, and they turn yellow. So yellow lights start dancing along the edge, and what happens is everybody in the room is healed of all their conditions. So Brock now has no conditions anymore. All of his minuses are gone. Leslie should get rid of all of the conditions as well, shouldn't she? She is cured of all of her conditions, but she's whammied right now. So Still whammied. Actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Alfie is strong, but so dizzy. Why don't you? Why don't you just eat a walnut? <laughs> I think. I think maybe Sassley, you feel better, like well enough to kind of get up, like on your own again now, and you know, watch. But you still aren't quite able to get magic to work for you at this moment. I see. Watch, but don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Brock is going to try to cast a protection spell on himself. He goes, all right, all right. This time I'm not going not gonna to leave myself so open. He's doing a little boxing hands. He goes, expecting position. And he... Oh, no. He rolled an 11, which is exactly what he needed to cast the spell. Lucky one. Mm -hmm. So a flat barrier of protecting light, two by two meters, appears directly in front of him. The barrier stays in place for a minute. Any character behind the barrier is protected from losing any constitution. Magical creatures cannot pass the barrier unless they destroy it first. Spells do not penetrate the light barrier. Barriers can absorb one constitution of damage before dissipating. The barrier rolls for constitution in the same way a character would. Physical attacks and non-magical creatures are not affected by the barrier. Wow, he has some strong spells. So it will not stop any kind of physical attack, but spells do not penetrate the barrier, uh, and it can absorb one constitution of damage. Not bad, not bad. I'm lighting up the room. Was it Poltrain? Poltrain is here? I'm lighting it up. I know, that was actually cold. That was Poltrain. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Now I'm really lighting it up. Uh, so the barrier blocks magic as far as I understood, yeah? You can walk through it physically, but as long as you're on the other side of that barrier, uh, you're not going to be able to get magic spells through it. Uh, yeah, the point is I need to get him somehow. <laughs> yeah, basically. So the solution is going right through that. I'm not trying to fight against this okay. barrier. So what are you exactly are you going to try to do? Um, It's like... I'm trying to get through the barrier. I kind of expect him to try to stop me. So I hope that I can like swish by his side. 
you can try to physically attack him or you can try to use a run to like get be a, a run action to get behind him but that's going to be the main action of your turn you know what let's try to push him off okay let's try it <laughs> all right so what, how are you going to try to, you just, you just like, just run up to him and push him like on the chest. It's more like, you know, just a very quick start trying to get him more into a, okay, he's coming. And then right before that, stopping and just a tiny bit of trying to get an angle at his feet and make him trip over them. Okay, the yeah, that's good, because he's a little bigger than you, so then if you can trip him up, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Okay, so roll a physical attack roll. Ah, Sprinus hooray. <laughs> that's a 19. That's good, that's good, isn't it? That's the second best roll I can do. <laughs> yes, that's good. He also got a 19, but we'll say that... Yeah, he's stronger he, than me. We'll say that... Uh, yeah, he is stronger than you. <laughs> he actually rolled a 17, but he has, he has a bunch of bonuses. He also rolled a 19, but it's a tie, and you will win that tie. So you do push him, uh, you trip him up, and he it doesn't look like he's going to at first, because you have trouble actually getting him to move. He's very solid, but Brock's already been through a lot, and he, <laughs> you do eventually win uh, that, that contest of the legs, and you trip him up, and he falls to the side and uh, loses an immediate constitution, and Brock goes, ow, oh. Lucian, Lucian, get in there. Tag, tag out, tag out, you're in. Ow, my back. Just make sure you take a break, Brock. How about that, huh? Cecily? Yeah? Cecily, Cecily? Who lost the constitution, Jasper? Who, who, who lost it? Cecily, yeah. Brock lost the constitution. We got yeah, one Yeah, we get you, Brock. Wait for me to come back as well. Ugh. Yeah, don't, don't oh, move too much. Easy. Lucian Yoflam steps onto the field. And he says, well, I guess it's my turn now to do this. That's how Lucian talks. Come on, Meryl. Let's <laughs> fight it out. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and he, will, he will get the first hit of this battle. Just, just asking, uh, Magician Master, is Brock's barrier still up? It's, no, it dissipated when he lost his constitution. It was gone. All right, just wanted to be sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gone, it's gone. That definitely broke his focus and he's he's also not in the battle anymore, not in the duel anymore. Now it's you and Lucian who are facing off against each other. So Lucian squares off against you and he says, well, <laughs> well, get ready for some hot poison action. <laughs> but first we're gonna roll to see if the stage <laughs> Changes. I'm not ready for um, that. The lights flash red and a curtain of fire appears on the border of the platform. Uh-oh. Each time that you cross the boundary, you get an extra constitution roll from this fire. So Ooh. you will lose an automatic constitution and roll for a second loss of constitution as this fire rims the edges of the duel. Oh. I shall be looking forward to this. A gentle bow in his direction. Uh, Lucian points at you and he goes, I feel powerful. Giftic gift. And he succeeds. He rolls a 15. There is no defense roll against this. Uh, it succeeds no matter what. All right. He produces a magical poisonous gas from the tip of his wand. It jets out forward towards you. Eric, watch out. He needs to watch out. That looks dangerous. So like essentially... 
Uh, you have to see if your body is strong enough to withstand this poison at the beginning of every turn. You will roll a d6 at the beginning of each turn. If it's a one through three, you will have to make a constitution roll. All right. So you breathe it in, and uh, this green poisonous gas snakes its way towards you and surrounds you in a cloud of gas. <laughs> but that is Lucian's turn, and it's your turn now. So at the beginning of your turn, you will roll a d6. Yeah, doing so. That's a one. Okay, roll a constitution die. Already doing. I rolled a 15. Okay, you will succeed that constitution roll. But your next constitution roll will be even higher. Uh, as you know, each time that you succeed a constitution roll, your defenses get broken down a little bit. So instead of an 11, Next time you'll need a 14 to succeed your constitution roll. Yeah. Okay, it's your turn. Okay, uh, just just to get a clear picture, this poisonous cloud is around me, yeah? It's around you. I can walk out of it, right? Yeah, you can walk out of it. Yeah. It was blowing in your direction. You're already poisoned, so, so you, you can walk out of it, but you are poisoned now. That is a condition that you have. Um, you know what? Let's, let's try to wear down his resistance a little bit. Nice. Go for I it. I want to cast Bichtes Lichtes. There you go, there you go. It's like... Getting out of the the midst of this freaking cloud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit that leaves an impression. <laughs> but what about this? Are you moving towards him or away from him? Uh, a little bit more towards him. And I rolled a uh, 15 plus 2 is 17. He points his wands towards him with a bichtus lichtus. Okay, you succeed that. He's going to try to defend with deafness against it. Uh, he doesn't make it. You succeed. So you have blinded Lucian. And he goes, oh, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Another catchphrase. Of yeah. <laughs> Ma Mallory and Brock are in the back going, wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. They're like, we don't see each other anymore, but we feel that we're <laughs> yeah, they're all blinded. <laughs> So he now has minus two to all ability rolls. Sassy, I wonder what he will do next. Because there's fire on the stage, Lucian's like, I'm not really much for physical stuff, but I guess I'm just gonna uh, go for this. Um, <laughs> he's gonna try to he's gonna try to push you. What <laughs> what is that that helpless person doing? I, I can't really see. It looks very, very funny. Lucian's like, like, you can tell he's like, he looks very well taken care of. He might even have a manicure on his nails. Like he's, he, he's not a physical laborer. He, he doesn't Aww. do that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> he's, like, he's a little lazy. Out of interest, does he have long blonde hair? <laughs> Straight, going straight down. No, he doesn't, but he could. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't. Could. We will never know. No. He has like gelled uh, hair, but it's kind of like messy and uh, it goes off to one side in like a wave, but like perfectly messy. Oh, like this. Yeah, just out of bed look, you know, that people spend three hours in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like a little long for the just out of bed look, but like obviously on purpose. Yeah. But he's like, I woke up like this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you will have to beat a 10 or he's going to push you into the fire at the edge of the stage I rolled a 20 yes. <laughs> <laughs> well then yeah you easily get out of the way as he he does this weak little uh, 
and it just i'm actually gonna say that it hits you like his hands hit you but it, you just don't move he's like <laughs> you just you just take it <laughs> um it's your turn you have to roll a d6 uh for because you're poisoned Cecily, Eric is so strong. Yeah. And that's a four. Okay, you succeed that. So it's your turn. Yeah, it's more like just trying to keep the cuffing in. Like, <laughs> all right. It, he's still a little bit confused because of this push. He he feels slightly <laughs> reminded of a druid <laughs> trying to cuddle with him. <laughs> is this guy is this guy trying to like attack me or be my friend? I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sure about that. All right, how about you just relax a little bit? And he makes a little move with his bow and lead you need. Okay, nice. Oh, he's trying to play a nice song. That's nice of him. So <laughs> I rolled a 15 plus two for deafness plus one for my speciality. So that's 18. 18, okay. Bookishness is the defense roll. Wow, I was rolling so well against Sasley, but now I'm uh, doing terribly for Lucient. Uh, he got a five. Fitting the character. Lu Lucient's also very smart, but in this case, he just doesn't doesn't have the mental fortitude to to avoid hearing this song. So you cast "Lead You Need." Oh, I wonder what song this is going mm -hmm. to be. <laughs> oh, I have an idea, but I mean, it's your no, podcast. it's fine. What's your idea? I'm open. <laughs> He's like. It's like time to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I was also thinking of something classical. Yeah, that's great. The voice of Andrea Bocelli <laughs> floats into uh, his ears, and and Lucian's like, oh, oh, my days at the opera. Some opera. I recall them fondly. <laughs> Nick puts a smile on my face. So it is his turn. He's going to try to. I think he's gonna try to push you again into the fire because it, because it worked so well the first time. <laughs> uh, he's gonna try to push you into the fire again, but he's he, just to just to be clear, he's swaying a little bit while he does it. So <laughs> uh, and on your next turn, uh, you can try to spend um, IP to influence him to do something instead because he's more influenceable while he has that spell on him that that was the idea he is blinded still so he also he's not very he's not a very he's very smart but he's not very spry for lucian uh he rolled a 13 so you will have to defeat a 13. <laughs> he has other talents he I, has, I he has definitely some talents me i'm good at lots of things <laughs> so that's uh 14. okay well then you you sidestep him again he's dancing and he's ah <laughs> Because you wouldn't, without that spell on him, he actually would have succeeded. So it's a close thing. Yeah. He grabs you by the shoulders and then starts to dance with you a little bit. And then he looks into another direction. <laughs> he can't resist the power of the music. Tesla shouts. She's like, stop dancing with him, Eric. Knock him out. <laughs> you know, it's like... Eric is slightly confused, but dancing with him, being happy that he's not pushed towards the fire in this very moment. But uh, Eric has to roll a, a, a roll for poison first, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Got it. Gotta do it. It's the only thing that Lucian did this turn. I rolled a five. Okay. Yep. You're good. Strong, strong boy. <laughs> it's, it's still like, okay, I feel the tension rising in me. And like, just, just 
actually dancing a little bit with him. I think you're better dancing off this wonderful place that we are right at there and points <laughs> towards his friends outside of the <laughs> Through ring. the fiery I'm going barrier. to spend five IPs. <laughs> you spend five IPs? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, that will work. He uh, he does a little waltz. He's like, okay, one, two, three, two, two, three, Andrea Bocelli. And he drops off the side of the stage as he dances there. Uh, he loses an automatic constitution, and he also has to roll to see if he loses a second constitution. Yes. Uh, he succeeds that roll. He does not lose a second constitution. He hits the ground. And uh, he doesn't feel like fighting anymore. He goes, Mallory, you're in there. Get, get in there. I'm tired. <laughs> and you see Mallory Grunsteel step into the ring. It's not a ring. It's like a long thing, but it's the figurative ring. I wonder how he sounds. I wonder how his With a very is. deep voice. <laughs> With a very deep voice. Mallory. Mallory. Mallory is a, is a girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, Mallory is a woman, but um, <laughs> Mallory's a woman. But she still talks like that. But she still talks like that. <laughs> she has the same voice. That. No, she doesn't. <laughs> um, so the lights change on the field once more and turn green, and you feel a different kind of hum feel fill the stage. The fire goes away on the borders of the stage. And what I'll tell you is that all failed spells give conditions. Any failed Ooh. spell will give you an automatic condition, Ooh. which you will have to roll for. Oh my. That's intense. Mallory Grunsteel steps into the ring. She has an undercut. I mean, you guys have seen her before, but she has an undercut as well, but her hair is really long on the other side. Um, she has blonde hair. And she uh, has like piercings on her ears, like lots of piercings on her ears and a piercing on her nose as well. And she's like, oh my God, you're awful and I'm gonna beat you. And she gets to go first. And she goes, let's start this off. Like I'm gonna do a spell that I actually already know how to do. Like it's not from the magic fume stuff, but like I'm just like really good at this spell, and I wanted to show it to you. Um, you're gonna love this one, Asmo. And um, here we go. Okay, uh, Mouse Douse. Whoa. I feel like Mallory <laughs> comes from Shit's Creek. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, she succeeds. She succeeds real good. You will have to roll a deafness of more than uh, of more than fifteen. Okay, that's thirteen overall. Nope. So Mallory successfully casts Mouse Douse. You do not get out of the way, and a little mouse-shaped beam of light blasts out of her wand and strikes you in the head. You don't move. You don't uh, have any physical reaction to that. But what happens is you feel something weird in your stomach and then in your throat and you start to sneeze uncontrollably and you will roll a D10, a 10-sided dice, okay. and you will sneeze out however many mice that you <laughs> roll the D10 of. 
as the snot leaves your nose, it is forming into mice. What the heck? Okay. At least it's not frogs. That's nine. You spend your next turn sneezing out nine magical mice. They will, they behave as normal mice and they run away from you like immediately. Um, they will be in the room with you guys for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you also have the condition Fluenzicate. So Fluenzicate gives you flu-like symptoms, which you are experiencing. You will roll a D6. If a one through three is rolled, your next constitution roll is an automatic failure. Ooh, I'm, I'm still poisoned, right? Yeah, you're still poisoned. So right now you roll a d6. Yeah, that that's a four. Okay, so you succeed that. And then it's your turn and you have to roll again because you're poisoned. I sneeze mice. You are sneezing mice. You're sneezing mice. You're slightly poisoned as well. <laughs> Another four. Okay. Like, it's, it's a bit difficult for him because he's trying to like keeping the coughing in but at the same time like not being able to keep in the sneezing like <laughs> 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 excellent <laughs> so so yeah little mice are like appearing from your snot just <laughs> <laughs> scurrying away from you all over the dueling field one one runs right towards jasper and sassley wilbur looks hungrily on oh these are quite cute come here nope <laughs> No, get him away from, get him away from Wilbur. Wilbur, stay here, stay. Can I keep one? Just one. Okay, so back to the back. Okay, back to the pile of friends. Um, so, so Eric, it's your turn. Oh my, it's it's my turn. It is your turn, actually. God, my nose. Ah, you know what? Let's see if we are able to get them all blinded. He's trying to cast Lichtes Bichtes. Okay, try the blinder as well, do it. <laughs> okay, so I rolled an 18 plus 3, that's 21. Okay, well, that is gonna succeed. So she does not succeed, and you cast Lichtes Bichtes. And a powerful light, once again. Alright, that was interesting. You know what? Achoo! Let's get the ship! <laughs> Get the field even. Bichtus, Bichtus. But you still managed to cast a spell. And she's like, oh my god, that's so mean. Like, ow. Ah, my eyes. My eyes. Why don't you come on over, Mallory? Mallory, follow the voice. She has minus two to all ability rolls as well now. And she's like, oh, oh my god, I'm going to get you back for that so bad. So here we go. <laughs> she uh, is going to... Do your worship. <laughs> so she is going to cast for Vondel Bondel on you. Uh, a spell which you have encountered once before when Sassily was turned into a rabbit. Oh. Advanced creature masters can cast this spell, and she has access to it as well now. She's going to try to turn you into a rabbit. Oh, no. Oh, she succeeds. She succeeds real good. Oh, no. Yeah. She gets a 17. You will have to beat a potency of 17. All right. Good luck. <laughs> Holy heck. I rolled a 16. Mm -hmm. Plus one makes 17. But okay. in a tie... 
The attacker yeah, wins. The attacker if I'm wins right. no tie. So you hold your wand out yep. to to block her blast, and you do manage almost to stop this magic from overtaking you. And you resist it as hard as you can, but then you feel yourself starting to shrink. Ears elongating, white fur coming out. Your, wa your wand bow falls <sighs> to the side of you as you now become a bunny. You are transformed. You have one constitution die now. Oh, this is how it looks when someone turns into a bunny. You have plus two to spryness, and you are now bunny eric with this nice little green hair and side cut oh jasper that is so cute look at him bunny eric i love it because right now there's like mice all over the place and he's a bunny hopping around <laughs> like mallory's surrounded by fluffy animals oh my god it's so cute i did really good right <laughs> come over eric eric come here Yahoo is a cute little bunny. <laughs> Georg says, hey, hey, stop that. That's no, not allowed. That's not allowed. You can't interfere during a duel. Okay, okay. You you do good, and we're proud of you. Just that you know. Now go on, little bunny. It's, I guess, still your battle. I mean, I don't know. It is. We have your it's back. It's Eric's turn. Is Bumper anywhere? Bumper? Eric, you're still... Uh, Poisoned. Need to roll a poison roll. It's a little poison bunny. A little sick bunny. Poor little bunny. A five. Okay, you survive that <gasps> one. A little, little bunny cop. Is he still sneezing mice? I would find that very funny. No, that only lasts for one turn. That only lasts for one turn. <laughs> now the mice are sneezing bunnies. All right, I will use my better spryness. Yep. Yeah, you do not have access to magic while you're a bunny, so you have to. <laughs> you don't say. You know, she, she's still blinded. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the good thing. Mm -hmm. I I hope that she has a little bit of a problem with keeping track, but I'll try to do a similar thing. Cecily, a bunny, Cecily tried to do, but with a more aggressive intent. Ooh. I don't want to jump into her arms. <laughs> I want to jump into her stomach. Oh. Bunny Eric is aggressive. I like that side. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna you're gonna try to hop up and like kind of kick her in the stomach to push her back. Um, I am gonna say because you're a bunny, yeah, this needs to be a pretty intense physical attack roll to succeed because yeah. <laughs> you do not have necessarily the weight to do that. You don't say. <laughs> <sighs> Fifteen plus two is seventeen. 17. Okay, okay. Let me Whoa. see. Strong little bunny. Yeah, you beat her. You beat her. So you <laughs> you punch her in the stomach. She <laughs> takes two steps back, uh, uh, and she just loses her balance. She did not expect that, and she didn't see you coming because she's still a little blind. And she drops off the edge of the dueling platform and loses a constitution. <laughs> she she's like, ow! Oh. Like a mean bunny, she's like a mean little rabbit. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna get back up there and I'm gonna finish this thing now. And she comes back into place as the lights change once more. You go, Eric. Hop, hop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, help. Jasper, if he keeps on fighting like that, I think you're, you're fine. I don't think you have to go into it. <laughs> Into the round. I'm fine. 
I'm just holding Wilbur and like, Wilbur, bunnies are friends, no food. So the lights turn purple and the platform lowers to the ground. This is the final round, uh, the final effect that will happen on the field. There are no boundaries anymore. There is no edge to the platform. A circle of power encloses the 40 square metered area. All spells are now plus two for everybody. So all spells are plus two. All failed spells will give a condition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you all know every spell that's available to your class. Here we go. It is Mallory's turn because she was just defeated. She says, okay, I'm not gonna let it happen again. So here we go, here we go. Come on, Mallory, got this. I'm gonna use Breath and Drachen! And she expels oh no. a cone of infused air from the tip of her wand. Here's the way that this spell works. You roll a d20. If you roll a one through nine, you just get a cone of bad breath, which is not very nice. From there, it goes up. You can get a cone of ice breath, fire breath, or electricity shooting from your wand. She has plus two to her spells at this moment. Ooh, hold on. She just barely manages to succeed on this spell. A cone of icy dragon breath emits from the tip of her wand in a cone, and the ice breath surges forward. You will have to make a deafness roll to see if you can withstand this. Okay. I rolled 13 okay. overall. Yeah, you actually managed to get out of the way of the spell and you it does not affect you. Or rather, you feel the coldness, but you don't get the condition, which is a spirit freeze condition. Because of the fur. Yeah, that's right. You're too insulated because you're a bunny. You're too insulated. Yeah. Uh, and it's your turn once more. So uh, go for it. Yeah, so what I'm going to do in the absolute knowledge that I'm not able to knock her out of anything anymore because there's no boundary. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't I'm do it. Ju I'm no. jumping backwards, like standing and pointing with one of my little paws towards Jasper. <laughs> no, no. What is yep. it? Do you need a walnut? Cecily, <laughs> I think he needs a walnut. He's pointing at you. Pointing at the ring! Pointing at you! Little bunny pointing hands. at the ring! I think he's pointing at you, pointing at the ring, pointing at you, pointing at the I ring. Know. I wonder if he wants you to go into the ring. I mean, we are a team. <sighs> and then Jasper just did a, did a, took a deep breath and then slowly walks up to the little bunny. He is wildly nodding his head with the words, we are a team. And his ears are flopping everywhere. Yes, yes, we are a team. <laughs> okay, so I still have the ability to use all of my disciplines spells. Yeah, that's right. And it's your turn as you step up. Purple lights, ding, 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 all over the thing. Disco music playing in the background. Okay, here we go. Actually, Jasper is filled with a with a feeling he never felt before, because for the first time he he felt like he wasn't doing something for himself alone, but. He feels like this is something he has to do for a little bunny and a wemmied little pixie elf. And of course, for Mildred Mulberry. She counts on us. Okay, okay. And then he's, you know, pushing his glasses back um, on his nose and looking at Mallory and thinking about, well, I don't like the way she talks. Maybe I should try something like Still visage! 
and then he's using his wand directly at her. Nice. And casting still visage. Should I just uh, say what it would do? Yeah. If I can uh, get it right, I need uh, to make a roll for movement and I need at least a 10 and I can lock her character's facial muscles in place. It's going to get her difficulty for her next spells for at least uh, two or higher. Mm -hmm. And she gets a gargoyle condition where uh, that locks your, I your IPs are not usable in that point because you're too ugly because your face is stuck in a terrible position. Okay, roll for it. <laughs> it's a two. Oh, no. You fail that. And not only do you fail, you <laughs> roll a d20 and get a random condition. Oh, it's a six. It's a six. You are, oh no. You are glammed. Oh no. <laughs> Six is glammed. You are locked out of your IPs. You are highly oh. suggestible by adversaries. <laughs> so let's go to Mildred's office. <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so she, she just sees you, like I don't know if she knows that you're glammed in this moment. She just sees you like get suddenly wide-eyed and you look at her and in this moment, I think maybe you kind of like Mallory, but you know, she, she seems fine to you. She's like a, like a perfectly nice person. Oh, hi there. Um, hi, <laughs> what a weirdo. So um, now I'm gonna cast another spell because it's my turn. I don't know what you did on your turn. You like hardly even said any words. I don't think you know how to do magic. No, actually I don't. She says, I'm gonna cast Breath and Drachen again. Good luck on that. Uh, she rolls it a 14. She releases a cone of ice breath at you. But I don't get any uh, debuffs with the uh, glam condition. Mm -mm. No, you can you can still be magically powerful enough to withstand this. <laughs> it is a 10. So you get hit with a cone of dragon ice. It freezes you to the bone. <laughs> You now have the condition Spirit Freeze, minus two to Magical Endowment and Transformation rolls. <laughs> Professor Georg? Uh, yes, yes. Do we have... Do we have any heaters in this room? Well, I, I guess I could turn the firewalls back on. No, no, sorry. You're on your own, kiddo. No, yeah, I'm, I'm on my own. Yeah, you, 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 you're right. <laughs> and um, Jasper is still feeling a bit frozen, uh, frozen, but yeah, um... you have not been influenced <laughs> to do anything yet. So at this moment, you are still free. I just hope that she won't find out. To we'll see. Um... <laughs> But I would like to try another spell that I feel may be helpful now, and it's uh, a Kleines Geschenk. Kleines Geschenk. I would need a uh, 8. It is a 9 plus 2, it's an 11. Okay, and what's the defense roll? Uh, potency. Okay, she rolled a 20. <laughs> so you blast off a, a blast from your wand, and uh, <laughs> she, it, she, she just lightly steps out of the way. <laughs> nice move. She says, thanks so much. Um, I can't even comment anything. <laughs> she said, would you do me a favor and just like stand still for a second? And then she's going to cast Breath and Drachen mm. again. But it's Ice Breath once more. She can't seem to get anything else. She's like, maybe I need to do something different. This is not working for me. It's your turn and you can't move because she told you not to. Um, Is it okay if I just 
continue? I mean, I, 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 I stay here just in case you need me. But I would like to, to try still visage again. <laughs> I need, I need her mouth to be shut. So still visage, and it is a 12, But now it's a 16. Okay, it's a 16. Great. She she rolled a 15. So you succeed. Yes. Her face locks up and she can't talk really. <laughs> she cannot use magical influence spells. Her face has been changed to be so hideous that even a spell can't influence somebody else's IPs. She's not really able to move her face very much. And she's like, that is so ridiculous. Like, oh my God, my face. And she is going to run at you and try to push your chest and stick a leg behind you and just push you onto the ground because she's she's had enough. There's going to be a regular physical attack roll. I assume that I'm still not moving. <laughs> You're not moving. You're just going to take it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to say that you probably have to roll twice and take the lower roll because you can't move. She rolled. Funny Eric is bouncing. She has minus two to all ability rolls. Uh, from being blinded earlier. She rolled a 14. So roll twice, take the lowest of the two rolls. It's the 15. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Well, then it's minus one. <laughs> okay, well, you, you fail. Uh, you will roll a constitution roll. 15. Okay, you succeed. Yes! Yay. Your next constitution roll has to be more than 14. Uh, we'll say that now that she's knocked you down, you're able to move again. Mm-hmm. And you're back in the duel. Jasper, are you okay? Just a little bit, little bit cold and, and yeah, just a little bit cold. You want my cloak? Would you want me to want your coat? Cecily doesn't understand, and she takes off her cloak and she puts it down on the side of the stage, and she's like, "If you want, take it." And Jasper is like, silently looking on the cloak for nearly ten seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> No, no, just by trying to do something physical. Um, he's laying on his back and what he's trying to do is grab her, maybe by her clothes, and just pull her over himself so that she lands behind him. Is that something I can do? Roll for physical attack. So that's a 17, then it's minus one, so it's a 16. Okay, but she rolled a six, so you succeed. So tell me what you do. So uh, when, when Jasper landed on the ground he felt like mm, now i feel like moving again and um he just instantaneously grabs her by her trousers and uh, just you know uses all his weight and force to lean backwards and take her with him just to fling her over her over him in a way okay it's like a wrestling move <laughs> does it make so sense yeah you <laughs> so you're below her and you fling her over your head and she succeeds her constitution roll. Uh, she got a 16. So she doesn't lose a constitution, but she's banged up behind you. Her next constitution roll, just like yours, will have to be a 14 or higher. That's so intense. Yeah, she's like stumbling behind you. She's like, ow! Ugh. Okay, one more time. Breath and Drachen! Oh my god, she rolls so bad. Um, she just bad bad dragon breath fills the uh fills the room uh it smells bad but it doesn't do anything to anybody <laughs> did she fail the spell mm, Drethenbrachen doesn't technically fail it just doesn't do damage sometimes 
I feel in this situation, her not not being able to cast her spell, I think Jasper had the time to yeah. get back up again. And now facing her. And so now he, because he felt like the thing he did before went quite well to do it again. And, you know, just like maybe uh, Lucien would do, using all <laughs> of his body and pushing himself on her, doing a physical attack. Yes. Yeah, he's trying to use all of his body weight to... to push on her he tries to unarm her is it unarm okay yeah, to unarm okay her, to get the, to get the wand out of her hand. hand great so roll physical attack yeah and oh, that's a four. Oh no no oh she rolled a two. Oh, you yeah. got it, you got yes. it. <laughs> okay so you run up to her and you grab her by the arm and you take her uh wand from her uh, we'll say like she's so surprised like do you kind of like do you bump her into the ground with your hips or something like to get a constitution roll out of it? I mean, this is what I had in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you bump her with your hips uh and she drops the the wand into your hand as that happens yes! and she hits the ground and she yes! fails Yay! her constitution roll. She slams into the ground. And she goes, "Oh, oh my butt. Oh, that really hurts." Got Lucian, get back in here. Ow! And Lucian's like, oh no, if I have to. Good job, Jasper, good job. Thank you. Happy bunny jumping. <laughs> so Lucian's coming back in and he's not waiting too long. He's like, I just want this to be over. Uh, and he casts. Oh, I want them both to push each other <laughs> because he has his eyes, like Jasper has his eyes closed and Lucian is the one who's like, oh. <laughs> I want them both to push each other. So Lucian walks in and he goes, okay, it's time to get serious. Taser stop. And. Oh no, don't do it. Oh no. He succeeds his role. There's no defense role for that. An electric current starts buzzing through his wand and uh, his next physical attack, he'll be able to use his electrified wand on you and it causes extra constitution loss if he manages to get you. But it's your turn. It takes him a turn to cast that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh no. That's good for me because I wanted to, okay. to do Holzformer and I need an, I also need a free run to do that. So, okay. Oh um, my gosh, oh my gosh. So as Jasper sees Lucian tasing and electric, how do you say? Yeah, tasing up his wand in a way. Sure, um, <laughs> sure. He felt like, oh, I want to do something similar. And um, he holds tight on his uh, wand and he says the words, Holz, farmer, whilst thinking of a wooden boomerang. A boomerang, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, you, you need a five for the spell to work, but for a boomerang, we're going to ask for at least a nine. Okay. You have plus two to all spells. Yeah. But minus, minus two for transformation, right? Okay, so that just evens out. Now I have a seven. Okay, uh, it doesn't work. And Lucian goes, why are you taking so much time? Ugh. And he tries to stab you with his taser wand and he's gonna roll physical attack. Not his best strength. Uh, he is still blinded. <laughs> but he's gonna try. Oh my god, he's just, he's terrible. Uh, yeah, he rolled a three. So you have to beat a three, uh, and then you can get out of the way. I wouldn't be too, too, too optimistic. Please. You got it. 
It's a four. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. once again, I was never so happy before to to hear you say you have a four. So once again, Lucian does a little weak, uh, and uh, it does not. He doesn't even quite reach you. It just uh, you're surprised that the wand even stays in his hand. It's your turn again. But Jasper still goes. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> I think he's so close to me. I think Jasper, even though it's not his, his cup of tea, I think he's going to be a berserker just, you know, yeah, kicking and pushing people. This duel is quickly turning into like a wrestling cage match. It's as if someone <laughs> planned it that way. They're both like, eh. Thank God we have yeah. seen Yeah, they're, one, they're making sure that no one's like fighting or uh. like pulling on hair or stuff. Like, it's all fair. Uh, okay. <laughs> They're like, you are mean. You are mean. No, you Actually, are mean. Actually, what, what Jasper is trying now, because he is not very armed at the moment, but, but Lucian is. He's trying to, you know, grab his forearm, which he has uh -huh. the tasered yeah. wand in, and trying to, you know, okay. point it on Lucian himself and, you know, try to hit him with his own weapon. I will let you do that, but I will ask for a very high spryness roll to mm -hmm. get him to taser himself. I will ask for a very high spryness roll. Please, oh please, oh please, oh please. You hear that, Dai? The master is asking for a very high roll. Can we do that, please? Jasper, come on, come on. Well, define high for me. 17 or higher. <laughs> Oh, is it a six? Oh yeah, it's a nine. <laughs> okay, and he's gonna try to stab you again with his wand. He casts, uh, sorry, he doesn't cast anything. He uses physical attack. Yeah, he just gets so many minuses to physical attack. Uh, it's a 10, so you have to beat a 10. It's a six. Okay, he manages to land a electrified wand on you. You roll two constitution dies. One, because he successfully like, stabbed you with his wand and another one because you get electrified it's wearing you down a nine so the first one i already failed and it's a nine again so you lose two constitution you only have one constitution left but it is your turn it is now shieldless have lost four constitution wolf shield has lost four constitution my idea is because we are standing so close so so close I mean, we both know that I'm not alone in this moment. And I know that I'm facing Man. Lucian. I know that I have Wilbur on my, somewhere on me. Okay. And I feel like maybe Wilbur somehow attacking Lucian. You want to have Wilbur bite him, <laughs> basically. Not, not bite, but maybe, you know, go down the trousers and make him go crazy. <laughs> um... Okay, it's gonna be a general spryness roll, not a physical attack roll, if you want to try to get a snake into Lucian's pants. Um, just remember that you cannot be further away than five meters from the snake. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's why I didn't come up with it before. So, okay, well, we are standing there. We're, we're still, I think, you know, holding each other in a way because he just attacked me. Yeah, he just stabbed you. He's, he's standing pretty close to you. I think he, like, he got you in the side and he's like, how do you find that? Shocking. <laughs> well, how, how do you find Wilbur? Then it is a total a total of 16. Whoa. Oh, he rolled a five. Get him, Wilbur. Oh, he's using Wilbur. Tell me exactly what you do. Tell me exactly what you do. <laughs> you know, when he says Wilbur, he's um, 
calling Wilbur, who's still uh, wrapped around his uh, forearm. And because he's um, holding the arm of Lucian, okay. he tries to, to, to um, communicate to Wilbur just to switch bodies. <laughs> okay, so you're holding Lucian by the pants, I guess. And uh, you go, Wilbur, Wilbur. And because you succeeded so well, Wilbur gets the idea that uh, you want him to like move somewhere and he slithers right into Lucian's pants. And Lu Lucian starts dancing around. He's like, what, what did he, what did he do to me? Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I like the song thing from earlier. <laughs> we'll say that he loses taser stop because he's, uh, he's distracted. Uh, so his wand is no more electrified. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to give him even more minuses to his sprightness attacks <laughs> because he's dancing around. He'll have uh, minus two to all sprightness rolls. So he is going to try to cast Giftig Gift on you in this moment and make poisonous smoke come out at you. He casts... Oh, I think... Please... No, he barely makes it. He does cast the spell. A poisonous gas comes out around you, but it's pretty close. And he's actually gambling because you both end up getting poisoned in this moment because you guys are so close together. There's a poisonous smoke hanging around you. And he's like, I didn't think that through. <laughs> uh, but it's your turn first afterwards. So he's banking on the fact that you will lose your constitution before him. You need to roll a d6. Six-sided dice. On a one through three, mm -hmm. you roll a constitution dice as well. It's a four. Okay, you succeed. It's your turn. Oh, goodness. <sighs> mm, I, I'm not able to, to, to get very, quite a, much away from him because of Wilbur, but I've assumed that he's still, you know, kind of struggling with the situation yeah. Yeah. yeah he's struggling he's dancing around with with the snake in his pants so what i try is just to to you know um make him trip over my leg of, of yeah foot. it's pretty easy you can just stick your foot out he's like dancing around wildly as poisonous gas emits from the end of his wand so roll a physical attack oh it's a five Oh, well, oh, no. he has big minuses to spryness, but uh, unfortunately, he still beats you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he dances right over your arms. He dances right over your arms, and he's like, hey, quit it. Uh, and it's his turn, and he rolls for poison. He fails that roll. He rolls constitution, and he fails that roll. And he's like, I knew I would regret the gas thing. <laughs> and he loses a second constitution. Wolf Shield has now lost five constitution. They only have one more left before the end of the battle. And he goes, Brock, Brock. Brock goes, Wolf Shield, Wolf Shield, grr. I got this, guys. Don't worry. And Brock comes in. He runs in. It's his turn. He's not playing around or waiting around. He goes, Insundio. And two fireballs are going to blast from the end of his wand. He wants to end this quick and dirty. Oh no, Jasper, watch out. Oh, I have to watch out. Okay, he rolls twice for each fireball. He rolled a 17. It'll be a deafness roll for you to try to beat that. <clears throat> three. He, he successfully does both fireballs, but you can try to dodge them both. So the first was a three, and I have a six now. Maybe the next roll is a nine. Two fireballs come blasting out at you. 
One hits you in the chest. Boom, you fly back. You're lying prone. The second one comes whizzing into you and it explodes near you on the ground and you lose a second oh, no. constitution roll. And you guys have lost the duel. And Sassy runs to him and she tries to, like, she tries to help him up. Oh, no. Jasper, are you okay? Brock says, justice prevails. I wish my mother could see this. Both teachers come over and they're shaking hands with Wolf Shield and they hand one of them a little vial of butter brew and they get a crystal bearer point. And you guys do not receive a growth point, unfortunately. Uh, where's Wilbur? Um, I can't find him. I think as Lucian kind of like dances away from you, Wilbur is pulled away. You know, he hits a magical wall, right? And he kind of slips out of the pants as Lucian walks away and is finally freed. And Wilbur slides back towards you. Oh, there he is. Look at him. Everybody's congratulating Wolf Shield, and you guys are looking on. Class is effectively over. Star says, Great job, everybody. Really, really nicely done. Hey, Shieldless, I am proud of you and what you've done today, okay? So don't be too hard on yourself. Here, let's come over here. And both of the, uh, the lights turn yellow. And both of the teachers come over to you guys, and they wave their wands. And you're healed of all your conditions. Eric pops back up into a real boy again. Ah. And also, they hand you a little vile sassly. You can drink it, and you are no longer whammied. It restores you back up to full constitution. <laughs> I kind of like that stuff. <laughs> so you, you're all up to full constitution. You're all up to having no conditions anymore. Any, unfortunately, any IPs that you spent are gone. So those will stay on your sheet, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, class is over, and uh, uh, Brock walks over to you guys, and he goes, I told you guys that this day would come, and I'm sorry I had to do it here publicly, but uh, maybe this will teach you guys to stop sneaking around, okay? Because there's somebody with a lot of power out here. Keep an eye out. Lucian goes, can we go get lunch now? And Mallory says, Oh my god, you guys are so unbelievable. Eric can't help but smile a little bit like, Yeah, quite impressive. You didn't manage to land a hit against me. Maybe next time. Ah, dang it. And uh, Mallory goes, Yeah, that's because it's really hard to hit you when you're a little tiny cute bunny. Ermond. And they walk away. <laughs> Wilbur, come here. All right, so class is over. Where would you guys like to go? Guys, hmm? you know what we have to do, right? Yeah, sure. I remember something about the library. <sighs> yes, let's go to Goethe. All right, Sassley's still disappointed that it all went down like this, but she's like, all right, off to the other mission. So you guys are off to the library. As you near the entrance to the library, you notice something odd. There's no one entering or leaving or anyone at all. That's very strange at this time of day. Mm -hmm. You enter and it immediately hits you that the room is silent. 
This goes beyond the silence of a normal library. It's utterly and eerily quiet. Something is not right in the library of Neudrachenberg. Standing in its usual place in the center of the room is a Romanesque statue. But you can see from here that it is not Goethe. Enda is standing in the middle of the room, and he holds out his hands to you. He says, Ah, welcome, my friends, my favorite students in the flesh. How may I help you? JK, we roll in each magic out of control. Start running, each coming. Michael Moore is our magician master. Nadine Kuhn is Sassly Mary Nature Spring. Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper. Sebastian Kinder is Eric Miller. Cover art by Pascal Genie. Theme song by Aaron Richard, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Thanks for tuning in this week, folks. I think we all need a nap after this pretty intense episode, and the Shieldless getting their first taste of defeat. But I'm sure they won't stay down for long, especially with fantastic listeners like you. And if you are enjoying what you hear, do consider leaving us a review on iTunes, which would help us so much. I'll put some links in the show description where you can give us a review or a rating. It would thrill us and help us maybe reach some new folks. You can support us the most by heading over to Patreon. Check us out there and uh, help to fund all this original music, artwork that you can see on our social media pages, uh, equipment, and hosting costs. I'm even thinking of lowering the goal. Before we start our second patron-specific podcast, I am loosely calling JKR Talking. Yeah? Because I am dying to discuss this show with my castmates and answer questions for you folks as well. So get on over there. It's patreon.com slash jkwearrolling. Find us on Twitter at jkwearrolling1, that's the number one, facebook.com slash jkwearrolling, and Instagram as jk.weir.rolling, or just look it up as jkwearrolling. You'll find us. Hey, I'm taking over. I just want to shout out some other podcasts that I saw when I accidentally got too close to extra-dimensional magic spells and peered into some other realities. I was too shaky to drink coffee for a week. And that is saying something. First off, check out our friends at Horizons Point, allegedly a D&D podcast. It's a steampunkish London-based world abounding with mystery and a wonderful cast of characters. They are about to find their own restricted library section and get some forbidden info. So maybe that's why I was able to see them. They also have a knife-wielding raccoon in their party, so Wilbur's got some big shoes to live up to. You can also take a listen to Dial M4 Magic, a darkly comedic noir-style Dungeons & Dragons podcast where magic is outlawed and no one is happy about it. They have a great original music, noir with a D&D twist, and it's just a real fun romp through prohibition. These are not solicited. These are just my honest recommendations. Okay, so I'm going to go tune up the 
Volkswagen. Gotta keep her in tip-top shape. So that's it for today, folks. Stay healthy. And until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) I'm not an opera singer. I think I think Sebastian is the closest to an opera singer from all of us here. I'm more like, I mean, if you ask me, I'm more like Zac Efron. You're very Zac Efron. (laughs) I've always said that about you.